is the Cliff Owen Bronte Podcast. The Cliff Owen Bronte Podcast for a new week. And it was one of those live radio shows this morning where the whole plan, the whole run sheet, had to kind of be thrown out the window. Yeah, it's it's obviously an awful situation that was happening in a suburb in Townsville. But really, for us radio nerds, and hopefully you out there loving hearing things being kind of done on the fly, mm. we really had to up our game for a Monday. Yeah, it was really hectic sort of stuff. Um, we are going to actually get some of that on the podcast uh, in relation to the, the siege that uh, developed in Townsville overnight. Mm. So hang about for that. But there is some lighter stuff as well, too. Yes. Like to the Oscars red carpet for the big show. For the brand new uh, champagne coloured carpet at the Oscars this year. And also, who knew it was in me to give some nice love advice, which mm. I had to dig deep, deep down within mm. me to give to Vanessa, who's our bride for Leap of Faith. Yeah, this is like Unhe- strangely sweet. I know. Unheard of. Yeah. I think it was probably the champagne. Don't it get used to it. It was the champagne talking. Don't yeah. get used to it. You'll hear that coming up. It's the Cliff Arm <laughs> Bronte podcast. Dearly beloved. Leap of faith with Clippo and Bronte on his. It's too many glasses by the sounds of it. Yes, it was the lovely Vanessa who is the bride as part of our Leap of Faith competition. She'll be marrying her partner of 15 years, Dave, in just under a month. Like only a couple more weeks to go. You're the celebrant. She's just over two weeks. There mate. you go. One, two, about two and a half weeks. It's all happening. Gosh. And they've had to pack a lot into what would usually be, I imagine, a bit of a lengthy process of planning a wedding. They don't have to worry about it. We're doing it. Mm. And one of those things is a hen's party that luckily Leisha and I were invited to. And we went along on Saturday, started about 11 a.m. So it was an early one, mm. and it was... I didn't tell you either. I was getting text messages you were. from Leash. Oh, were you still there? I was still there, yeah, getting Because I know you things. left a little earlier than others. I had to. Like I... old Sippy Leash. Sippy Leash flew the flag until about 7 o'clock that night. She was in fine form, but no one was in finer form than our bride, Vanessa. Uh, absolutely just... I think producer Alicia and I realised how much this wedding really does mean a lot to her and Dave. They actually went on, she was saying they decided if they didn't win this competition that they weren't ever going to get married. Yeah. Wow. It was They were just going to leave it up to the universe. This was going to be the last-ditch effort. As we know, they'd planned a wedding. didn't happen. Wow. Some personal things in their life happened. They were like, let's just apply. If we win, we'll get, we'll get married. If not, we'll never get married. So... We chose them, um, and of That's course, incredible. They didn't tell me that. No, I, I no idea. It all came out as the champagne was flowing, and of course, we did a few games as you do at hens parties. We've got a little bit of audio. This was like an advice thing that we had to give Vanessa, okay. and this was my advice. Always be each other's biggest fans. Never keep secrets. Sometimes you have to hash it out. Remember, marriage is based on acceptance and compromise. Do not forget why you chose each other. I wish you both many more years of happiness, health and love. If you'd asked me six months ago, I would have been much more cynical, but I'm in a a good place. You surprise me sometimes. Do I? I didn't know you had that in you. Honestly. I underestimate you. Three bottles of champagne. I can actually be a nice person. Well, after three bottles of champagne, <laughs> the words just come flow <laughs> out, don't they? They do. But she had a lovely time. I think you... I'm so happy to hear that. You have the Bucks party as well that yeah. you're going to. 
So yeah, will we be getting audio of you giving some loving advice anytime yeah, thank soon? Thank you for putting that out there because I've actually cleared it by my wife. <laughs> anything yet, but it looks like it's happening, boys. We're on. <laughs> Can you beat Bronte? Need to ask you right. some questions. 150 bucks cash on the line, Ooh. and Shannon playing today. Says here, Shannon knows a little about a lot. And Shannon, you don't claim to be any smarter than Bronte when it comes to trivia. You're just on her level, mate, you reckon? Most mornings. Oh, all right. Well, we all know how it goes when we get the same amount. I think it's it's wise for him to not come in. Red hot. Red hot. Yeah, I don't appreciate that. I'm going to smash you or whatever. You're just saying you're I'll be happy with a draw. Oh, yeah, of well, course you would, You get the Shannon. cash. <laughs> Benefit of the doubt. Bloody way. hell. Righto, Langers, okay. for the first time this week, into the soundproof booth. And, Shannon, I'm going to put 30 seconds on the clock for you, mate. You good to go? Ready when you are, mate. Time starts now. In a game of chess, who makes the first move? What? Which actress played alongside Leonardo DiCaprio in Titanic? Us. What is the name of the purple Teletubby? Tinky Winky. What type of pasta is made in the shape of shells? Uh, pass. A word that is the same backwards as it is forwards is called a what? No idea. Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio, Titanic. Opposite him. Don't like it. Mm, don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, not too bad. We'll get Bronte back in. A couple of curly ones towards the end there, but we'll see how she goes. Hello. Hello, hello. Hello. Um, 30 seconds on the yep. clock, my friends. Let's play. In a game of chess, who makes the first move? White. Which actress played alongside Leonardo DiCaprio in Titanic? Kate Winslet. What is the name of the purple Teletubby? What type of pasta is made in the shape of shells? Tortellini. A word that is the same backwards as it is forwards is called what? An anagram. It's not an anagram. It's not very common. It's not because it's not. Mm. an angiogram, but I'm pretty sure that's a medical procedure on your heart. I'm pretty sure it is. Yeah. Uh, Before we go to Alicia, I'll say one thing. Shannon was right. Like, you know, I'm not giving anything away here. I'm not saying it was a draw, but pretty close game. Pretty close game. Alicia. Yes, so uh, White makes the first move in chess. Both of you got that one correct. Kate Winslet was opposite Leonardo DiCaprio in the Titanic. Bronte got that one correct. Shannon just said he hates the movie, so oh, we didn't okay. know. Which I feel like she'll be half a point. Whoa. Um, <laughs> Tinky Winky is the name of the purple telly, Toby. Both of you got that one correct. <laughs> the shell pasta is called Conchigli. Oh, So fancy. Not, neither of you got that one. And a palindrome is the same forwards as it is backwards. Neither of you got that one. So Bronte got three and oh. Shannon got... Thank the Lord. So just. You got me. Yeah, I got you, Shannon. I love that we both knew Tinky Winky. Did you have to sing the song in your head as well, Shannon, or you knew straight away? 
No, I think he's the only one I ever remembered. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's right. He was, yeah. He's the star. There was an outrage in the day because he used to carry a handbag. Now it's 2023. Ah, nothing wrong with that. Exactly. Right? 2023. Carry whatever you bloody want. I'd say he's the daddy of the group. I've I got five boys and they've all had prams, so. Good. I, I think we should have all been um, more concerned that they had bloody televisions in their stomachs. Shannon? <laughs> nah, that's yeah, fine. most definitely. Thank you for playing, mate. On the weekend, I was in a lift by myself. I had a weekend, just a weekend away, That's Dad's weekend. Nice, you need that sometimes. Catching up with a mate or whatever. And I was in a lift by myself um, and I had my book with me, right? Mm-hmm. You know, I'm a reader. You are. I like to read. Prolific. Right? Prolific read, always reading a book, right? Aussie, you know, outback crime, thrillers, whodunit kind of things. Yeah. They're my bag, right? So I had one of those um, in my hand and I was just going downstairs to get a coffee. I thought, while they're making the coffee, I'll just sort of read my book, have a read while I have my coffee. And I'm in this lift by myself. Door opens on a floor below me and a couple gets in. Uh Press their floor or whatever. Um, Door shuts. And then we have that awkward thing where there's three people in a lift, Mm -hmm. a couple of myself, no one says anything. No. Why would you? There's no elevator music. And oh, no. It's just, just silence. Stale elevator air. Isn't it an awkward situation? Yes, it when is. When you're in a lift with people who you don't know. Yes. And then this woman makes it even more awkward. And this, like, I, it didn't, like, overly affect me. It didn't upset me or anything, but it was incredibly rude. So much so that I'm like, I just have to tell you about it and get your take. She looks at her boyfriend and then she looks down at my book and she kind of indicates to my book, like yes. with her head or whatever, sort of yeah. pointing at it, but with her face. Yes. And she just turns to her boyfriend and she goes, it's so, it's so, I can't even believe it. It's just so weird. She just goes, indicates to the book and just goes, they're just for looks these days. What? Like books. I Like, I think what she was saying was that my book is like a prop. An accessory. Like an accessory. To I don't know, make me look smarter or something. <laughs> so she was imp- she was indica- implicating yeah. that you don't actually want to read that book. You just want to hold it and make it look to other people like you're reading. Hundred percent. And this is based on a stranger's interaction who has no info at all about you and your love of reading. What a random thing to say, right? Just indicates to the book and is like. They're just for looks these days. And like you say, no idea of who I am or that I like to read or <laughs> just weird, right? Are you sure it was the book? Was there something else? Were you rocking the Birkenstocks? No. Are you <laughs> sure? Look, there was nothing else semi-fashionable about me. So there's breaking news to oh like book God. people and to readers and stuff. Like yeah. apparently books, we don't read them anymore. They're just for Accessory. The- Mine, I mean, like you've said, you gave me a book, what, two months ago now, and it has just been sitting on my bedside table for that entire time. Have not opened it just once. Just for looks. It literally is just yeah, there just, for that looks. Bronte just borrows books <laughs> just for looks. This is your sick fix at six. I feel like as Australians, particularly Queenslanders, we know that either in your car or in your bag, you've always got to have an umbrella because the weather can turn in an instant. I feel that is the most like car boot thing ever. Yes. It's just having a little cheap shop. Yeah. 
Yeah, one of the little halfies. Yeah, yeah, they're usually only, you know, the size of a <laughs> like a subway or something. <laughs> they often get just completely blown up as soon as yeah. there's any kind of gust of wind. But we're used to having to like just deal with the rain, have an umbrella. But citizens of a Chinese province were told to make sure that they had their umbrellas when they left the house over the weekend because it was raining in the town of Liaoning, but they were told it was raining worms, Cliffo. I've seen photos of this. How is this possible? What what has happened? I don't know. And there's footage. It's not not a little bit. No. This car's Covered. covered. Yes. In worms. And what is, I think, the worst part? This is like, the clip shows that there is, the area was covered in little worms. I'm going to call that out. These are not little worms. These are sizable, chunky things. They're bigger than worms we have in Australia. Definitely bigger than, like, the little earthworms that we have. But, yeah, they absolutely covered this town. And it happens, apparently, every once in a while after a storm when the insects are caught up in a whirlpool and then they get, like, sucked up back in into the air and then it rains worms on people which is just this planet interesting (laughs) like how are we just learning about this in 2023 (laughs) how is Attenborough not done a doco on the town that rains worms no thank you Um, apparently there's also been instances in uh, Florida where it was raining iguanas Imagine ah. me getting hit by an iguana you from know the rain. What you're telling us all this morning, like what I'm getting out of this. Yeah. Sharknado is possible. No. <laughs> uh, I'm worried about this. This is the part of the pod where we drop the free Alpha Bucks answer. And just before me hitting record, Bronte says, I believe I know the clue. I do. I'm not even going to look at the sheet because I remember seeing it. I have it in front of me. Yep. So drum roll, please. Let's see if she gets it right. The clue is uh, eggs. Is it eggs? Yes. (laughs) That's twice you've surprised me today. Me. You are capable of it. Although eggs is, I think I just see eggs and it's burned into my brain after obviously the food poisoning incident last year, mm. which, which was caused by eggs. So now whenever I see eggs, it's really it's very, yeah, it's inked into my brain. See, you refused to talk about that because you said it was such a stupid act. Not on the food actual poisoning show. poisoning yourself. Yeah. Yeah, right. Only on the podcast. Well, we've never spoken about it. No. But bit by bit. <laughs> We're piecing together, so eggs were involved. We're cracking it open. I'm putting that on the whiteboard. <laughs> I've got bits of red tape yeah. and red string. I'm working You'll it out, You'll figure it out, mate. Eggs <laughs> is your free clue for tomorrow, Tuesday, the 14th of March, when we play Alpha Bucks. Oh, from what year was this? The original Academy Awards when you were there? I actually recorded this on my uh, my gramophone. On your dictaphone. Yes. How dare you? We're both in our 30s. How dare you? The Academy Awards happening as we speak in LA. We uh, will speak with, um, what's her name? Ashley Mullaney on the red mm. carpet very shortly. But we spoke on Friday about the $200,000 gift bag that all the attendees and award winners receive when you go to the Oscars. And what was I'm keen on that, that liposuction. Yeah, right. Uh, Facelift. I want that liposuction. What about that Japanese milk bread? No, I'm all about getting rid of some of this <laughs> off the thighs. One of the things that we did mention is that the nominees are going to receive a one square 
metre of land in Outback Australia. Oh, I didn't know it was the square metre. Yeah. You said a plot of land. I, I didn't realise it was so small. It is a square metre. And um, we we joked that it's probably just somewhere out in, you know, yeah. WA or South Australia. Well, you always hear those stories. Yeah. Like, like in WA, in remote WA, like blocks of land for sale for $1. Exactly. And you got to pay property tax of about two and a half grand every year. They don't put that. That's the tiny little fine yeah, print. Yeah, that's the fine print. But it turns out the the company whose property is going to be in these goodie bags are Queenslanders and the square metre of land is going to be in the Western Downs region. So that's like Tara, yeah. Dolby, uh, a few other places, Miles. So they're going to be getting so to get Queensland. Just a metre by metre. Yeah. But that's still cool. Enough to put a dunny on it. A little bit. Apparently you can pay $4,000 yourself if you want to secure a spot um, in the hamper. So that's what Pieces of Australia has done. So they've paid to have their plots of land be included in the gift bags. And that way, all these celebs, imagine Austin Butler or maybe... Um, Just coming down under to visit his, his little plot of meter land. by meter squared in Dolby. <laughs> that was the Cliffo and Bronte podcast.